You are listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast with your host, Sylvia. Hope you're doing good as I record this podcast. It is the end of January in 2022. My goodness, the year is already flying and spring is just showing the beginnings of growth and excitement. I love this time of the year as we head into spring and the flowers start blooming and all of that. It's my favorite time of year as, it I, as I am sure it is for many of you listeners out there. This week has been a really interesting week and I learned a lesson and prior to the Christmas season, I was on a number of calls where the topic of discussion was about authenticity and what does that mean in the modern day life that we live in with all the different job descriptions that are out in the world and if you bring it into the world of music, how does authenticity relate? And I always felt, well, it it really lies within two categories in a sense or two boxes. And that is how you communicate and of course, how you give back. And being authentic for me as I host this podcast means that I attempt to demonstrate that I work from the heart and not from my ego. Now, sometimes through the business world and how that whole world communicates its affairs, it can come across that there might be subjects such as money that you have to speak about in order to keep things floating, whereby that authenticity or that feeling of heart-based human connection gets affected. And it can be a difficult route to venture out on when you're liaising with people who might not know you too well as to your true nature when it comes to this world of business and the world of living from the heart and trying to be really truthfully and honestly authentic. I was speaking with um, a gentleman this week and his own community have a belief that the measurement of your wealth is what you give not what you have. And I was texted that message in the last couple of days and it really explained what I have felt for years. In my own work as a music tutor over a period of 20 years, and I'm not saying that to boast about, oh, look at what I've done. I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying that that's my life. That's what I've been doing all my life. I have strived to give as much as I can to students and parents and supply knowledge and opportunities for those that I work with in the frame of knowledge that I possess. And the structure and format of this podcast is based around that whole notion of filling in the missing pieces of the musical jigsaw puzzle. For those of you who are studying music and for those of you who may not know what's actually out there in the musical world, As I have said in previous episodes, many people think that performance is the only 
route to musical success, that there are few other opportunities in the musical world. But what I am discovering through this whole podcast series of interviews that we've done since um, about late July, August of 2021, is that people are extremely creative and music has a ton load of opportunities attached to it. Whether you want to help and give back through your skill and get trained in how to do that said skill, as in the genre of musical therapy, or if you want to create some community-based affair, like create a band where you're getting musicians in your area together to have fun and human connection. I really firmly believe that in a world of technology that connects all of us across the world, and it's magical, but when you're stuck behind a screen for a long period of time, there's something that lacks, and it's that human connection. Last week, I was in a discussion with somebody about this whole idea of the online world versus the offline world. And for example, when you're making a deal with someone or you're trying to understand where someone is coming from, if that person is remotely positioned from you, as opposed to being in your location in the same room or the same office space or whatever, the communications can be very different and the feeling transferred can be very different. It has been studied by places like the Institute of Heart Math about how people connect energetically when they're in the same space. Now that can transcend space. Now we, there's a lot of understandings around this of which I'm not an expert in. But I do know that technology, while it serves to connect us and create wonderful, amazing opportunities, we also need that human connection one-to-one -one in the same physical space. Unfortunately, due to the whole COVID pandemic, I'm hearing stories or at least starting to hear stories of how people are falling foul of human connection. And what that leads to then is bad decision-making, maybe drug, alcohol abuse and so forth. And there are personalities out there that need other people in their space to just stay mentally sane. People have mentioned to me about a tsunami of mental health issues, and I can guarantee you the COVID pandemic definitely has not helped this whole situation. But what I have noticed is that the world of music, if you choose to go in there and you choose to give it your time and you choose to explore all the sounds, both the healing sounds from indigenous communities, as well as the exciting developments within the modern musical world, alongside all the career paths that are being created currently and have been created, that there is such a world to be explored. It takes away aspects of boredom and it brings in a level of fun. Last week, I was speaking to somebody who was a member of a brass band and unfortunately had to leave it for other reasons and they competed at competitions in Europe. But he said, when you're in a brass band with maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 members in it between, you know, the dancers that go with the band, as well as all the, the drums and the tubas and the trombones and the clarinets and what have you, the fun that people have is incredible. And the sound is so moving. Just remember one thing, when we listen to music, there are chakras in our body now, some of you might think, hmm, what are chakras? They are energy centers in the body. Now, again, I'm not an expert in this, but all you have to do is do your research 
and you'll see that how music triggers those chakras and soothes them and helps them and really starts off a whole process of healing in the body if you stick with music that triggers that kind of thing in the body if you do need healing whether it be mentally speaking or otherwise it's very interesting i was speaking with a composer over the last couple of weeks and there's a documentary series due to come out soon there's a lot of efforts getting it ready at the present time about the healing form of music and I listened to this story being related to me of a lady who was in stage four cancer and how she just made a decision. And she said, look, I have three children to live for. I have a husband. I cannot die. And then a family member brought a disc of music to her and she had the decision made and all of that. And she started listening to this music day in, day out for hours and hours and hours a day. And suddenly her mentality started to adjust. Her body started to heal. Now, listen, there may have been other things she would have done, but that's what I heard. That was the story that was related to me. There are so many forms of research ongoing in universities these, day about, these days about this whole idea of what sound does, how sound can be utilized for health, how it can help people transcend challenging and difficult circumstances. And all I can tell you is, there are so many lessons to be learned from the classical composers of that particular era. I, for example, am really looking at Beethoven's life at the moment, seeing what, what made Beethoven one of the biggest names in classical music. What made this man tick? What experiences did he have as a composer? And how did that affect his output of music in the sense of style, amount of music he, he produced? And how did that perhaps affect how he communicated with people around him? And I came across a very old book, um, pre-1924. If you go to Gutenberg, for example, you'll, you can do a search there and you'll find some of his books about the letters that he wrote. There's a volume one and there's a volume two. And it's really interesting, the kind of language that he wrote to certain people, how he communicated with his friends. It gives you a picture of what goes on inside a composer's head. And the one thing I remarked to myself when going through all of his letters and just having a general look through was how full his mind was with these creative instincts, with creating music, creating events, the challenges he met, how he had to be a man dealing with business as well as a composer, as well as a person who was looking after his nephew. And of course, he had his issues, but he also was brought up in a home where his father wasn't the kindest individual to him either. And then, at, you know, midway in his life, he started to lose his hearing and he ended up being deaf by the end of it, which must have been so traumatic, particularly for a man of his caliber in terms of music. It's traumatic for anyone who loses hearing, put it that way. And the more that you expand your horizons as a music student or just as an individual on this planet Earth with access to the internet and all it has to offer, don't forget the human connection and what that means. And put your time, I would say, into subjects and topics that expand your world, that bring you to new horizons, that really impact how your world feels and how you live every day. I am keenly aware that living authentically is a very difficult 
idea to communicate in some ways in the world of business and in the world of music business comes into music and how that whole idea is translated and communicated is of extreme importance so what i'm saying to you is be mindful of how you use language and be mindful of the world you spend your time in don't waste your time your time on this planet is so valuable don't waste your time on things that don't serve you and i'm not talking about this idea of making money and having a huge number of followers i'm not talking about creating something where you're going to be a multimillionaire. i'm not talking about that i'm talking about being a human living from the heart and having a connection with others and the world of music offers such an opportunity for that to be part of how we as individuals on this planet going through a challenging time at the moment can interact with each other. With all that said, and there's food for thought, of which I am deeply considering myself, I have to say, tune in for this Friday's interview where I'll be speaking with Andrea D. She's a singer, songwriter and, and a very inspirational and exciting lady. She's currently located in London and she has a lot to say, particularly if you are a musician who is dreaming of getting onto a big stage to perform. She has a lot of stories to tell and little nuggets of advice as well. So tune in for that episode due to be published on Friday at 8pm GMT. Have a great week and talk to you then.